back to the Soda Pop Podcast. I am your host, Kaya Williams, and I'm here with a very special guest. Can you please introduce yourself for us? Yes. Hi, I'm Jana Malone. I'm department chair and senior lecturer in the Department of Entertainment Industry here at the University of North Alabama. Thanks for having me today. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to talk to you, Jana. So much fun to talk to you all the time. Um, I saw her all the time when we were on Tom Bigby Street, but if you can't tell by the constant change of locations these past couple of episodes for everybody who's watching on YouTube, um, we've moved offices and a lot of things have moved around and a lot of people have joined Soda, including entertainment industry. Yeah. And so it's one of the reasons we're talking here with Jana today. So you guys can get to know entertainment industry and understand what it is. Cause I know I was confused at first until somebody explained it to me. Yeah. Um, but before we do that, we're going to do a quick little moment and we're going to do a little fresh squeeze. We're going to talk about some new songs, some new music or music we've just been listening to on repeat and drink a new lemonade. Um, you're the first person who shook it first. And I'm so proud because nobody ever shakes it first. Oh, you got to shake it. You got to get all the good stuff mixed up. Exactly. Yeah. But today we're trying um, purity lemonade with natural flavors. Uh, people asked where I get these lemons. These we're not sponsored, by the way. One day we will be. Um, but people ask where you I get should these. be. You're giving them the shout out. I know it's not fair, but <laughs> I just go to the random uh, local gas station and get a random lemonade I've never had before. <laughs> That's it. Interesting. So let's try it. Let's find out. Okay. Oh, here's some ASMR for everybody. <laughs> Did you wait? Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Okay, this reminded me of like school cafeteria lemonade. It's the worst version of um the last one I did with Suzanne. Um, we did the ever I think it was like everlasting lemonade, which was tart but it had flavor, and this is just a lot of water. You know, I kind of tasted the plastic bottle in it a little bit. You do eat the plastic bottle. Yeah, it's like I'm, it's like I'm holding like a, a bottle of bubbles. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I'll have to give you, I love lemonade, yeah. and there's a sugar-free lemonade that I buy at Sam's, and I'm going to have to give you... What's the name of it? I'll have to figure it out. I'll Tell get me. you two bottles for whoever your next guest okay. is. It's well, sugar-free, and it's probably my favorite. We'll have that. Okay, we'll have that for the next episode. Then. Sorry, Purity. It's not that good. I'm honestly, I'm going to give it a three out of ten nostalgia factor. Mm. It's a three out of ten of like a like a cafeteria, like in lunch. That's it. Although, if they were going to sponsor you you know that's a whole different yeah, story gotta get it a 10 out of 10 you know that's a different story but they're not sponsoring me so i get to have whatever opinion i want yeah so yeah well thanks for that not a problem not a problem so um what music have you been listening to we have a playlist called fresh squeeze where we add all the songs that my gift guests give me wow playlist that i've been listening to i'm kind of um right now I, I listen to all genres. I'm listening right now to contemporary Christian mm -hmm. more often than not. <clears throat> I'm really into Zach Williams. He actually recorded here at Fame not too long ago. Really? He did. So he's got that Muscle Shoals connection. Um, Ann Wilson, Lauren Daigle. Um, of course, then the, the go-tos like Mercy Me and yeah. Casting Crowns and stuff. Okay. So, and I try to... Um, promote our Grammy award-winning faculty member in our department. So I listen to John Paul White. Of course. Um, Got to give that shout out there. So listen to his his music and hopefully I have something new coming out soon. Okay then. We'll love that. Um, 
If you were listening to our Concord Floral episode, you know very much that I love Ricky Montgomery. He's one of my favorite artists at the moment. And his album just dropped. He dropped an EP recently, but then he just dropped the new album. And so that's been on repeat for me. So, of course, I'm adding the whole album to the playlist because, oh, I love it. I love me some Ricky Montgomery. He did not disappoint at all. 10 out of 10. Love it. Um, so that's, that's currently, and if you want to listen to the playlist, just type in, um, UNA School of the Arts on Spotify in the search, click on our profile and you will see the playlist called Fresh Squeeze. So you know what lemonades we were drinking and what we were thinking about when we drank them. So that's the tie-in with the lemonade. Yes. Gotcha. We did it last year as well. We had, um, I think it was Fresh Jams. Something else, I forgot the title. It's, it's a whole other year ago, a whole other season. So with fresh jams, were you eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? I'm allergic to peanut butter, so uh, no. So. It was just a catchy title. Okay. yeah. So we just Very did that. Very creative. And so every time like we had a guest, uh, guest come on, we had them use a different song. I see. And it's very chaotic. It's a very chaotic playlist, and I love it so much. If you never know what to put on, that one's still on our profile, too. Um, there's, it's over, like, 17 hours. Put it on shuffle. You never know what you're going to get. There's like three Taylor Swift albums, a Led Zeppelin album, a Big Time Rush album, a Ricky Montgomery album, um, a musical or two. There's a podcast episode on there because um, one of our guests wrote a um, wrote for a like almost like like news, not news, not news, uh, like radio show. Okay. So like we added like a clip for that for there. Interesting. We do a little bit of everything. We have a guest I'll have to check that out. Yes. Very diverse group. Yes, it's, it's very here. fun. It's very fun. Yeah. Um. So let's get started. I have some questions for you, Jana, because sure. you're here. You're a special guest to come represent everybody. Um. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up here at UNA? Okay. Sure. I am born and raised in the Shoals area. Um. Went to Deschler High School, and when I graduated, I came to UNA, and was a commercial music major years ago, um, which is that program now has dwarfed into what the entertainment industry program. Graduated from UNA and um, um, a requirement for graduation is an internship. You have to do an internship. So um, I did an internship at Muscle Show Sound Studio. I, I'm, my interest was the business side of things. I play piano, I sing, but not well enough that I thought I'm going to make a living by doing this. I was not interested in the technical side of things, like being a producer or an engineer. It didn't appeal to me to sit behind a console all day and listen to the same song over and over and over. Um, but I didn't really realize what all other career opportunities there were. Um, but I did an internship um, at Muscle Show Sound and worked on the business side of, um, at that time, um, there was a group that was one of the brothers from the Leonard Skinner band um, that had a group called Rosington, and they were recording there, and there were all the licensing and the, the master copyrights and all the business aspects that went along with recording. So I was exposed to a lot of that while I was doing my internship. And so I graduated and um, my internship supervisor called me and she said, hey, don't know if you're interested, but Rick Hall at Fame, the owner at Fame, was looking for an assistant. And I was like, this is like a month after I graduated. And I was like, sure. I'll, for I'll everyone apply. who doesn't know, Fame is a very, very like important um, like music recording studio place yeah. in the Shoals where a lot of records have been recorded. Yeah. And it's a very big deal. Right. And if you haven't watched the Muscle Shoals documentary, 
you should do that. A hundred percent. It tells the history of um, Muscle Shoals, but really kind of hones in because of the time period with Rick Hall and fame and some other things. But Aretha Franklin yes. and Wilson Pickett and Otis Redding. And like, if you don't understand, this is a very yeah, big deal. So getting to work like there was like crazy, whoo. crazy, all the people, which of course that was way before my time. Yeah. But still, really cool place. And um, so, anyway, she called me and I interviewed. And was so excited because I was like, man, I'm, I'm a shoe-in for this job. I've got the degree. I know kind of how the business works a little bit. And I didn't get the job. Um, what happened, which happens all the time, it's like somebody that knew somebody. Nepotism. Sorry. Um, <laughs> okay. Keeps um, needed a job. Yeah. And so they hired her, and she lasted about three days. And they called me and, I, you know, got the job. And worked there almost nine years. And doing it was a it was a recording studio, but they were also a publishing company. They had you know as many as twenty songwriters that were writing. So there was the the business side of the songs as well, and um, producers. They had a record label. They had two recording studios. So they had a a lot of things going on. So I was exposed to a lot of different aspects of the industry. Um, probably better for me to have stayed here because I had friends over the years that said why didn't you move from the area why didn't you go to Nashville or LA or New York one of the larger recording centers and I just never had the desire to do that I always not that I love home which I do love here but I just never had the desire to move and you know sit in an office and do one thing all day long yeah um I I got to do a lot of different things um, and the halls were really good to me and um, got a call one day from Dr. Simpson, who was the head of the music department at the time here. And um, the um, actually he was the director of the program. It was before that our, our um, department was a department. He was the director of our program and he had gotten really sick. And Dr. Simpson called and said, hey, would you be interested in finishing up this class? The professor's sick. And so one thing just led to another. And then they called and offered me the job because he was very sick and was not able to come back. So this starts my 27th year here. Oh, my gosh. So I know that's a long time, isn't it? Yeah. It's to think, gosh, I've been here three times as long as I was at Fame, which seems like totally totally crazy but um so yeah that's my story of being here and um, I love being here and the experience and I'm sure you'll probably ask me a question about that or I will whatever. but um I'm so happy you're here with us yeah. like 27 years is a very that long, is time. A long time it, well this starts my 27 so, yeah still but, it's still yeah. You know, most people like are somewhere for 25 years and either like they retire or they leave, but you're yeah. still here and you're still kicking and it. And still enjoy what I do, students, you know. Yeah. If I didn't enjoy, I, I think that the point where I don't enjoy it anymore, it's time to go home. Yeah. You know, because you're, you're not being fair to the students. Like and, every time you I know. see you, you're just so excited about well, everything that's happening. It's an exciting, it's a fun industry. Yeah. And we've got some great students and I love it. Um, a question I have currently is like you have the title of chair. Um, what does that mean? If you don't mind me asking, since you've been here long enough to tell me. Well, no, I just, I started chair um, in June. Oh. Or actually July. The previous chair retired um, June, at the end of June. Mm -hmm. And actually, it was June 1st um, that I took over the position. So we had some great leadership. He and I, he was here 25 years. Yeah. And so it's kind of interesting because he was a songwriter when I worked at Fame. And so 
our paths. This was our second work life yeah. together. Um, so we worked very well. We've, we had some really good staff members. So he um, left us in a really good position. But as far as chair duties, um, meetings, <laughs> um, I don't want to say a lot of paperwork, but reports and um, I don't want to say it's easy because it's not an easy job, but I have good staff and faculty, which make it easier if, uh, you know, I can say, hey, will you help me do this? Or can I hand this off on to, off to you? Or, hey, we have a deadline. Everybody, you have to turn in. Like our schedules were just due last week for yeah. spring. And we were, you know, I was working on that, but getting input on, okay, what do you want to teach? Are these times okay? Are these, you know, is this Mm -hmm. schedule okay with you? And everybody was right on it. I didn't have to like remind them, hey, this is due. We're getting down to the wire. Um, Book orders are due. Send them in. It's just like, I'll send a message, an email out and everybody's right on it. But they they know this is... You know, one of the faculty members kind of laughs and he's like, okay, boss, boss. And I'm like, I'm not the boss here. It's just, I'm, I'm just facilitating. I'm just facilitating everybody and making sure that we're doing what we're supposed to do. This is our department. It's yeah. not my department. It's our department. So let's move forward. I love together, that mentality so, so yeah. much. That's a, I always love that kind of mentality. Yeah. Because yeah. so. a lot of people, a lot of people don't have it. Well, I mean, it's, I very much want their input. There was something the other day I was working on and I was like, this isn't my decision to make. This is our, we're working on some rebranding and marketing and doing our website. And somebody had sent me and and marketing had sent me um, um, a a questionnaire to fill out. And a lot of it, I, I mean, I could have answered it all, but I'm like, I don't, want to answer it all I want input for everybody because you know somebody may have a better idea than I and I'm not that was like no I'm gonna do this and you know it's it's our department so I want everybody's input that is so fair um so let's talk about some of the entertainment industry like as a department as a major you guys just joined us over the summer yes we did for the very first time yeah can I ask like why you guys weren't part of soda before this if you know sure um yes it was it's kind of it was kind of odd. We were, um, the chair at the time um, got an email literally like the morning that they were going to meet on soda becoming soda. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of thrown at us and we didn't really have time to think and process. And it's like, okay, where do we fit here? Because there's been so many times, sometimes we feel like not just with soda, but other things, it's like, do we belong there or do we belong here? Do we fit better here or do we fit better there? And, um, you know, we've always, I don't want to say march to our own drum, but we are, sometimes we do yeah. just because of, you know, what we are. Um, but it was just, we didn't really have time to process what soda was and how it was presented to us. Not that we didn't want to be a part of it. Yeah. It was just like, we really need to think this through and um you know leadership at the time it was like okay we'll just continue like it is and then when the chair retired um in the summer um we kind of reevaluated and thought okay now's the time to yeah. to kind of join with soda so it's been a great move and megan as the assistant dean um as has been wonderful and betsy and everybody's been great 
So. We love that. Um, for everyone who's listening, who's like probably confused on what I say when I mean entertain or what I mean by when I say entertainment industry, could you like explain like what that is, what all that entails, and all that fun thing? Sure. We are the Department of Entertainment Industry, and we have a degree. We have. Um, I don't know, 95 majors, I guess, something like that, somewhere around 90, 95 majors. Um, And we offer a degree in entertainment industry. We have two different tracks. We have if someone is wanting to work um, in the recording studio as an artist, as a musician, as a producer, an engineer, um, they pursue the tech track, their technology track. And then we have a business track for someone wanting to work on the business side of entertainment, um, I always just use Taylor Swift as an example because she's like super famous. probably the biggest star in the world, I guess, yes. you know, yeah. um, is you think of your favorite artist and they have a team of people that make them who they are. Like the, ma- like the managers, the publicists, yes. the recording people, the right. studio. Her record label, her tour manager, the people that are on the road with her selling merch, yes. her road manager, her image consultant people the that PR teams all I that. mean there's just hundreds and hundreds of people that work for her you know whether they're on the road or like behind the scenes kind of stuff so we prepare students for a degree on either side of the business mm-hmm. um, we offer a Bachelor of Arts or a Bachelor of Science the only difference is the Bachelor of Arts and yeah, I'm sure you know this Bachelor of Arts has to have a, um, a year of a foreign language yes. um, that's the only difference if you do not want to do a foreign language you do a Bachelor of Science if you want to do a foreign language you take two semesters of that and you are Bachelor of Arts yeah um, you still take your gen eds just like you would if you were coming for nursing or biology or music or I don't even know what your major is. I'm a is. cat major. Oh, that's right. I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. So just like your cat require our requirements might be a tad different, but mm-hmm. you still take Englishes and speech and, and the science and, and sciences, a math. Um, but then it, when you get into our core classes, regardless if you are tech or business we have some common classes because we feel like if you are tech you need to know about the business and if you're business you need to know your way around the studio not to produce something but if you're an artist manager and you go into the studio with one of your artists while for a week while they're recording you need to know the language and the terms and what they're talking about of course so um, there's some common classes and then you kind of branch off and then you if you're a tech, you'll go and you'll take those those studio classes. And then if you're business, instead of taking the studio classes, you'll take like concert promotion and music publishing and record company and some of the other business classes. Also, there's a minor that's required. And you can do um, anything in the College of Business, which are just traditional business minors like marketing, management, entrepreneurship, economics, accounting. There's probably like 15 of those. Music, theater, cinematic arts, um, music, did I say music? Yes. Anything in communications, mm-hmm. um, which is um, public relations, mass comm, digital media production, um, and I've, I've, there's probably about 25 or 30 major minors to choose from. You say like it's required to minor. Can you yes. tell us why? Um, well, we just feel, uh, well, our minor is only, our major is only 36 hours. Yeah. So to get to 120 and two, we feel like we, um, somebody coming and doing a tech major or business, 
they may, you may want to approach, let's say you're doing tech, but you want to approach it from a business standpoint. Maybe you want to own your own studio. So you may do something entrepreneurial um, and do something in business where I may want to be more um, audio video production. So I would take something maybe in digital media. Yeah. So it's how you would approach that. I got that. That major or how you, what you would add to that. I got you. I like yeah. that. I like that a lot. And we, we teach very broad classes. We don't want students to just specialize in something. Um, I mean, any degree probably would not want students to specialize unless you were a surgeon, you know, or yeah. something. But um, in this industry, especially because you may, as much as you may want to be a songwriter, if you're not talented enough to f- be a songwriter, what can you do to work around songwriters? You know? So... Um, I would have never thought I would wind up teaching. I mean, in a million years. I mean, I just never yeah. would. So you want to diversify your portfolio, I guess, as much as you can. So it makes you more marketable. Yes. You guys put on a lot of events over at the main room. Yes, we do. Okay. Can you tell me about the main room, where all of it comes from? Because people hear about it all the time. And yeah. people are like, where is it? It's downtown. Right. It's but on Pine Street, 310 North Pine. A lot of magical things happen there. So can you tell me about yeah. it? Yeah. The main room, which I think is a really cool name. It's Maine. As in like N-A-N-E, a lion's mane. Like a lion's mane, which I think is really cool. But it's a, um, a venue that um, we use for our classroom space. But we also rent it out. I mean, it's a an income source for us, which allows us to not have to go to administration so much, yeah. you know, when we need things. Because in our industry, if, you know, we need a, a new board, I mean, that's not cheap at all. Um, but it, it fire capacity is 449, but seating capacity is around 300 chairs. There's a balcony. Um, Ben Flippo is our uh, main room manager and, um, has just recently upgraded the lighting system in there and it is amazing. Really, really amazing. You guys do like open mic nights, correct? We do open mic nights. Um, we were coinciding with first Fridays, but I think we've got so much going on and he's doing some upgrading in there right now, running, um, a system from the main room to be, to our studio that's, um, just next door to record live and be able to mix on the spot in oh. there. So there's some things going on with that. So we've put the songwriter night for now on hold until spring, but That's we've right. got so many other. Y'all always events. have things going on. Yeah, there is actually something um, next Tuesday night. We have a student hip hop show okay. um, next Tuesday night. Um, doors open at six. Show is at seven. Um, there's educational panels that we've got. Um, We're actually going to be doing the talent show there. If yes, you don't know about I have that. that down too. That's so much fun. So it is doing a talent show. And then the next, I think Tuesday night, our student organization is doing something called sound of the town, which mm-hmm. is kind of like a battle of the bands, I yeah. guess, if you will. Um, so there's something going on every week. Something's always there. happening there. Yeah. So it's a really cool venue. And students use it. There is a class. um, All of our students have to complete a capstone project before they graduate. And some students put on a show in there. And so the facility, of course, is free for the students and their capstones to use. So it it could be a student show. It could be um, a promoter that's just rented the space. Or it could be us putting on a show. Or soda putting on a show. You know, anyone can put on a show. If you talk to them. Yeah. 
super easy super been super easy to talk to you as well um one thing i noticed because i was doing tours this summer um around all the different facilities in uh soda is that you guys have a noise block studio um it's a super cool studio and who owned it before if you don't mind me because i forget for us gary baker yes um on the facility gary is a local singer songwriter was an artist and um has written a lot of He's worked with the Backstreet Boys and 98 Degrees, I think 98 Degrees. If not 98 Degrees, Nick Lachey from mm-hmm. 98 Degrees, um, Lone Star. But, um, yeah, he's he owned the building. And prior to the university purchasing the building, um, the university, our department had an arrangement with him where we had like 32 hours a month that our advanced students could utilize noise block. Yeah. And then um, he got to where he had a home studio and he has, wasn't using noise block as much. So the university, I believe in 2018, purchased that whole block building, which is noise block, our office space. Um, the alley cat. The alley cat soda off well. it's now called the cat house yeah because yeah. it's now occupied by the cat yeah. major so we call it the cat house right which used to be the soda offices yes. and it's got the art gallery there yes the only thing that the university owns the space but the only space that is not utilized by the university is next door to us is the the law office yeah. so but yeah gary sold that in 2018 and that's where we're located a couple of blocks off campus students love it it's a creative space very it much feels so. more creative than just being in i a walked classroom. in and i was like oh my god like i just it, it just makes you want to do something well, you know yeah it's so great let's do it um uh, questions i have for you now are about sure. faculty because if you go on to the una website everyone's typically listed as a professor or like a visiting professor like i'm a cat major and everyone's either a professor or a visiting professor or like an adjunct you guys have really cool titles. Um, I have written them down because I think they're super cool. I don't want to okay. mess with anybody. We have John Paul White, who is um, visiting artist of practice. You have Alex. I'm probably pronouncing his last name wrong. Witchex. That's right. <gasps> Look at me. Lecturer. And then you have Charles Brooke, who is the only assistant professor. And right. then your chair. Right. So could you explain what these titles mean? Why these uh, titles specifically, if you know? Yeah. Well, John Paul um, came to us. I believe this starts his third year. And um, if you don't know John Paul, he was part of um, the Civil Wars, and he also he lives here in town and is the um, owner or one of the owners of um, Single Lot Records, and um, he is a Grammy award-winning artist, record label owner, and so we're excited to have him. How many faculty or how many colleges? with a program like ours, can say they have a Grammy award-winning songwriter teaching songwriting. Yeah. And that's one of the classes that he teaches for us is songwriting and advanced songwriting. So we are very fortunate to have him. He's going to be teaching a record company class, which, duh, I mean, he runs a record label, so he should be teaching that class. Um, He teaches artist development, which he is an artist. He's still a touring artist. So he does that. Chuck Brooks or Dr. Brooks came to us. This is, it seems like everybody came. Ben, the main room manager, John Paul, um, our admin, Katrina, um, and um, Charles Brooks all came the same year. Those four people came the same year. Um, But he came from um, a college in uh, New Orleans and he is one of our tech faculty members. He teaches our tech classes along with Alex mm-hmm. Witchek 
and Alex is from Florence. He is another tech faculty member. He has industry experience as well. He's worked um, um, on the road um, doing sound, and he's been road manager for artists, so he brings real-life experience to that as well. And, of course, I told you my story, so yeah. my nine years' experience. So all, all faculty members in our department have real-life experience that they can bring into the classroom. We love that. So it's really cool. Yeah. Um, so before we go, as I always end everything, is with the fizzle down feel good? Like what's one small good thing that's happened to you this week? Um, I will go first. Um, it's a bittersweet one. Um, Sunday was our last show of um, Concord Floral, and I'm just really happy that I got to be part, part of that experience, and it was something different. So I'm happy that happened to me. Also, Ricky Montgomery dropped the new album the same week. So it was just a really good week for me. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let me think. Well, you had something kind of personal. Um, something personal. It doesn't have to be personal. It can, it can be something simple. Yeah. Everybody did personal one week, and then mine was literally the lemonade that we were drinking that yeah. week. It doesn't have to be personal. Hmm. Let me see. Oh, something interesting that was fun. Um, Friday night was the you was this past weekend was UNA's homecoming. Yeah. And um, there was the. Uh, alumni awards at the local Marriott um, Friday night and I went to and reconnected with one of our alums that was there um, came up to me well I actually reconnected with two that I hadn't seen in a while one that had totally no idea who he was because he looked so different than when he was in college and he graduated probably 20 years ago so in my defense we all change a lot in 20 years of course the other one came up to me he graduated probably 10 years ago and I immediately knew who he was but just um, one in particular, um, he was telling me what he was doing. I, I'm friends with him on social media, but he doesn't post that much about what he does. And now I know why he doesn't. Ah. Because there would be so many, hey, can you get me tickets? Can you get me tickets to that? Yeah. He is the um, lighting um, guy on tour with Chris Stapleton. Do you know who Chris Stapleton yes. is? Yeah. Oh, my God. So I was like, man, that is really cool. Um, so we've got some wonderful alums and it was just kind of neat to reconnect with him and going to try to get him in to talk to our students. And we've got some awesome alums that are always willing to, Hey, I'm happy to come back and share my experiences and, you know, help with internships and things like that. So that, so that cool. was really a neat thing too. That's one of my favorite things about this job is just seeing students when they first come in and then kind of mature and graduate and go on to get a really great job in the industry and then reconnect reconnect and say this is what I'm doing this is what I this is what you do it for my baby I'm so (laughs) proud of you so but anyway that was pretty cool we love that um where are the social medias for people can follow and get in touch with all of you guys I know, like, one is, um, like, the, the main room live on Instagram. Right. And I think, um, I'm not for sure if this is main room, or I'm sorry, um, one of them is UNA underscore ENT, mm-hmm. and I'm not for sure if that's Instagram. It may be That's both. Instagram, I think. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure you could just do a UNA entertainment. Well, I think Facebook may just be Department of Entertainment Industry, mm-hmm. like UNA. I should have written that down, but You're I'm so sure good. you could probably just do the search bar up there and it'll pop. Type in entertainment but industry. I believe it's UNA, UNA underscore um, ENT, I think it's Instagram. Yes. So be looking and we're constantly. They constantly post things yeah. all the time. So oh, yeah. check those guys out. Yeah. Um, and our website is 
una.edu backslash slash entertainment. So check those guys out. Yep. Um, follow us on Instagram as well at UNA Soda Pop, S-O-T-A-P-O-P, or UNA Soda, S-O-T-A. I will see you in the next episode, and thank you so much for joining yeah, well, us, thanks Jana. Thanks for having me. No problem. It was fun. Well, until then, bye. Bye.